Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Tanner Hendrickson. I'm Brandon Kylie. It's BK and Ferrario here on 101 ESPN. We're going out to the Brown and Crouppen celebrity line because yesterday we brought up the possibility of, hey, maybe the Red Sox would be interested in taking on that Paul DeYoung contract. And Chris Cotillo covers the Red Sox for MassLive.com. So we wanted to get his thoughts on the situation. Chris, we appreciate the time as always. How are you doing today? I'm good. How are you guys uh, doing well? So the reason why we even brought this up to begin with is because uh, the Red Sox have some question marks now at the shortstop situation. You know, this as well as anybody, uh, Trevor story is going to be out for an extended period of time after getting that elbow surgery. Uh, Chris, based on your understanding, what are the Red Sox plans at the shortstop scenario uh, situation for right now? It's completely up in the air. You know, they already needed a shortstop once Xander Bogarts left for San Diego and I think a big piece of the internal plan was to move Trevor Story over from second to short, though there were you know, some concerns about his arm. The arm strength has not been there the last few years, even his last couple of years in Colorado. Uh, decreased velocity on the throws, and we saw that all come to a head this week when he had elbow surgery. Uh, a, a version of Tommy John, not as severe or as, as uh, in-depth as Tommy John, but pretty close. And so, um, you know, things are up in the air. I think Heim Bloom right now is looking for two players to play up the middle. That means either the second shortstop in center field, obviously. They have Kike Hernandez, who can play in any of those three spots. You can pencil him into one of them. Um, I'm not sure which one. And they're going to add probably two starters at those other two positions, whether that be um, add a shortstop and keep Kike in center and add a second baseman, whether that's move Kike to short or second and figure it out from there. So they're already going to add one of those up the middle players. Now they really need to add two, and it's really a glaring hole in this roster as uh, you know, spring training is a month away. Chris, to put it bluntly, would the Red Sox have interest in Paul DeYoung via trade? You know, I think they're exploring everything. Um, if you look at the free agent market, really it's only a couple players left. Jose Iglesias and Elvis Andrews are really the top guys. You know, I'm sure that they're talking to them as more stopgap options. Um, you know, from from what I know about DeYoung, it's not like he's got very uh, a very high value right now with the way his last couple seasons have gone. And obviously the deal... Um, you know, on, on the end of the Red Sox would really only be through the one more year. So, you know, if, if, if the Cardinals were, you know, looking to, you know, maybe you know, pick up some of the money or, or maybe attach a prospect with them, uh, maybe. Um, but I just like, you know, it doesn't seem like a guy who um, you know, has a lot of value. I think the Red Sox want kind of more, an esta- more of an established player at that spot. And, and the Red Sox are not, you know, I know he fits this mold, but they're not really looking for a player who, you know, is, is a guy who's going to be locked into shortstop for a while because their top prospect, Marcelo Meyer, is probably two years away. He's one of the top prospects in all of baseball, and they kind of want more of a, you know, stopgap bridge guy. The guy I'd look at more than anybody for, for them would be probably San Diego's Hassan Kim. 
Um, you know, Joey Wendell in Miami is another guy that makes some sense. I thought they were going to be in on Miguel Rojas, who was traded to the Dodgers yesterday. So um, I think the trade market's probably more likely. I'm sure they're talking to every team, but I can't speak to Young, um, you know, specifically right now. Chris, when you look at the Red Sox situation right now, I, I am curious because his name's been thrown out there by others. I don't know if this is fan fiction or something real. What is the Red Sox view right now of Chris Sale? Is he is he part of their plans, or if they could get off of that money, would they like to? You know, it's uh, at this point, you know, he's a guy that's really only given them, you know, fifty innings over the course of the first three years of his contract that he signed in twenty nineteen. Um, missed all of 2020 with Tommy John surgery, was out until August of last year. And, you know, then this year was supposed to come back and be at full strength. And it was, as Bloom put it, you know, the Chris Sale voodoo doll took over. Um, these, weren't, these weren't normal injuries. It was he snapped the ribs throwing a pitch during uh, the warm-up to spring training during the lockout. Once he came back from that, he lasted uh, one start and the first inning of his second start, a comebacker at 106, 107 miles an hour, broke the pinky on his throwing hand uh, as he was getting back from that. He was going to get lunch on his bike and flipped over the handlebars and broke his wrist. So these are not, um, you know, these are not structural. Theoretically, they're not structural long-term injuries where you look at a guy and be like, oh, that's thoracic outlet. You know, he's, he's not going to be the same when he comes back. The way they look at it is, you know, these are three bones that at this point have healed um, with the bad luck and with, you know, just the you know general brittleness, I guess you want to call it that. I guess you can't ever rule out what's, what's coming next. But they look at him as a guy who, you know, is going to be full strength heading into spring training. When you look at the uh, the range of outcomes for what he could give them, I think it's massive. You know, you have a guy who, when at his best, is you know the most dominant pitcher in baseball, or pretty close. Um, you know, a guy who could be in the running for a Cy Young uh, in the American League, and, and I don't think that's that's an exaggeration. Is it particularly likely considering the injuries and you know how he hasn't barely pitched? No, but he's a guy who has that upside. And on the on the on the other side of it, it's a guy that you know might not be able to give you anything. So the wide range of outcomes is there. Um, I did see the report from John Heyman that they, you know, would be willing to listen on Chris Sale. I mean, I just feel like, you know, when you've invested this much into a guy's rehab and you've had him on the team, he's a good leader, all that type of stuff, kind of a well-liked clubhouse guy, and has that upside still. You really want to trade him for pennies on the dollar. Um, and to me, uh, that makes that not seem too likely. So, you know, we'll see what uh, what the um, – what they can get out of him early, I think they're going to be cautious with him just because they kind of have to be. They have a lot of guys on the staff that are like that. Um, but, you know, they, they think that there's a chance that he could be the Chris Sale of old. Um, it's a big bet. It's a big a big ask. Um, but they think that there's a chance there. And, and you know, even the, the one of the owners, Tom Warner, yesterday, they never speak to us, but they said he you know mentioned Chris Sale by name. You know, what do you, if you, you think you guys can contend? They said, yeah, Chris Sale needs to step up and pitch well. So um, they still think it's possible. So based on that, I, I think it's fair to say Paul DeYoung plus a prospect for Chris Sale seems unlikely in your mind. I would say so, yeah. Though, you know what? Chris Sale's contract, if you look at it, does not look great, but it's one that if you look at some of the other deals that were signed this offseason, doesn't look that bad. Two years and $55 million left. Um, you know, I, I just, the Red Sox, uh, you know, I think they think there's, there's tremendous upside with Sale. I, I don't think they see that in DeYoung. Chris, we appreciate the time, man. Thanks for clearing some of this up for us. I know that there were Cardinals fans that were excited about the possibility. Uh, I'm glad to hear some actual reporting on what the plan is for the Red Sox going into the rest of the offseason. Appreciate the rest of this or enjoy the rest of this offseason. Hopefully we'll talk with you again soon. Sounds good. Thanks a lot.